Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. I am Mike Royce and this week we have a pre-record because I've been a cheeky one and buggered off to New York. I will hopefully come back with some stories for you next week and we will be live next week. That's all fine. In the meantime, we have a human centipede edition. Me and Martin speak to a friend of ours, Lawrence R. Harvey, who is going to chat all about his career so far and the human centipede two and three. Um, We then get to speak to Tom Six himself, the architect and maestro behind the entire trilogy. And it's a unique interview. It's really good. And then me and Martin have a chat and review the human centipede three. So it's a very good edition. I hope you'll bear with us and I think you'll enjoy it. So you know the score and you know what's going to be said next. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy and a universe. space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. And welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Martin Unsworth. Hello. We are, yeah, we are the editors, editors, as, yes. as Darth Vader would say. Yes, he the, does say it like that, doesn't he, Darth Vader? Editors. Well, we have a bit more breathy. He's a bit more like me. Yeah, a bit asthmatic. Hey, they, a minority group, right? <laughs> but but gaining momentum, yeah. uh, which is actually a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what can it? Yeah, that, God, that's like saying, yeah, we, you, us guys, we cancelled. There's more of us now. It's great. Uh, is that something yeah. you've got to tell me? I don't know. Oh dear me, I still haven't got over the um, uh, Uwe Ball, and he's. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to help the. Uh, what was it? I'm trying to help uh, the genocide. I'm trying to help the genocide. Wow, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. So, what are we gonna do? Uh, oh, wait a minute. What's that? Did, did someone just walked past. The he looks familiar. Wait a minute. Um, oh. Hello. Oh my word, you won't believe this, guys. Um, Mr. Lawrence R. Harvey. He's here, he's yes. here with us. The, 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 the guy that, that saved the Human Centipede franchise. Do you like the way I spun that? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Um, yeah, you could put the crowbar down in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm right, though, aren't I? I mean, uh, Human Centipede, you weren't in. But actually, if someone now says human centipede, you're the face of the human centipede, and I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, I mean, the franchise as a whole, you know, exists. But then, 
a lot of people sort of talk about the human centipede in terms of like number two because it's the it's kind of become this generation's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, the cost there are so. quite a few people yeah. I can't show that movie to, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is good for me. I love that. <laughs> no, I love watching movies that I know a certain percentage of my friend group would just be, oh my word, and, and freak out. I yeah. love it, mate. Yeah, a bit, a bit like watching uh, what was it, Kidnapped? Yeah, yeah. And that's a movie and a half, but. But you know the the weird thing, Lawrence. You you're sort of becoming in in a weird way, and I d- please don't take this as an offence. The sort of twenty first century British Peter Laurie. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. no, no, yeah. seriously. I mean, I mean, they. It's well, it, exactly it's the same vibe going human on. Human Centipede two and three, and, well, and now three, and then ABCs of Death two, and the editor, and yeah, upcoming films with the. Uh, Uli Lamel and so on. So yeah, I mean, there's this is yeah, uh, the go-to guy now. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is great though, isn't it? I mean, I it mean, is. the yeah. the the short that was shown at Fab Cafe was oh, the Call Girl, yeah. Oh, was, it was, was brilliant. Great. That was. Yeah. It, I mean, it really, really was good. And and you know, shorts. I get, I get that some people are a bit dismissive sometimes because they go, oh well, you know. But what do shorts do? What do they achieve? Well, they showcase a lot of talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I've seen some shorts that are so... Yeah, don't get me wrong, both sides. I've seen some shorts at Grimm that were like, oh, I'm sick of this. And I kind of quote Chris Hayes, who, who was the assistant editor, my, my oppo back in the day. He said, I'm sick of watching women screaming chained up. Yeah. <laughs> and that was... Well, but, but that's call, before he went to yeah, the cinema. But Call Girl... <laughs> call girl was um, was really good. It was really well filmed, and you were were you you're becoming like this horror icon. Are you all right with that? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I seem to do do all right out of it at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit pretty busy at the moment. So and yeah. there's quite a, a few films coming out as well. Yeah. So. You've just been uh, over to do the uh, premiere of Human Centipede Three. In yeah, a, in the yeah, States, did, did, yeah. Uh, yeah. The premiere in LA. Uh, but then just before that, I was filming Frankenstein Created Bikers, mm-hmm. which which will feature another appalling accent by me. <laughs> Excellent. <Yes. laughs> Here's the thing that I learned from um, the call girl um, showing at Fab. I did not know that you were Tom Six's voice in the uh, trailer for Human Centipede. Yes, yeah, yeah, I yeah. had no idea. That yeah. had just totally passed me by. And then I'm like... Wow, but that was really convincing, that voice. <laughs> no, I mean, no, because Tom Six, and I'll say this now, and I, again, no offence, he has cultivated this uh, persona where he's an offensive American that just wants to shock and he's a bit of a douchebag and everybody but should Dutch. hate him. Yeah, yeah I know, but, but he's, he's sort of cultivating that look with the hat and mm. the, the, uh, <coughs> the way he's uh, portraying himself. And... Um, you know, I thought that was him. I didn't know that was you. Right. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I mean Tom, did he come to you for that? Well, Tom said he's got to film this uh, this Train, kind of teaser. Not, yeah teaser for uh, for Fright Fest, uh, Fantastic Fest. Yeah. For the for Human Said Me Two, so um, we were filming it, and he was saying, "Look, I don't know what to say. Can you think of something to say?" And I started just talk, just saying the lines, and, and I wrote them all down for him. And he said, "Oh no, can you do it?" So, <laughs> so I said, "Well, th- then we do it as like the voice in your head, 
Mm. So you just walk along yeah. and just kind of muse. I'm a filmmaker. You might know me as the creator of The Human Centipede. Some people have said that that's the sickest movie of all time. But it's 100% medically accurate. I even get death threats on, on Facebook about it. Bastard is Dr. Heiter, they're saying. But too many people just think it's like my little pony. So now, prepare for part two, which really will be the sickest movie of all time. Tom is a kind of thoughtful, kind of quiet guy in in real life. I mean, he's got this persona, really, of this kind is of it? showman kind of persona. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's got these kind of two sides to his character. So, I I took that kind of. Uh, thoughtful, uh, quiet side, and because to me he seems like a guy. He he seems like a grown-up version of that little kid that wants to bring the half-eaten frog into the house and go look, mummy, and and watch everybody. Scream. Oh, oh, yeah, he is. And, and he, he is that. He, he is that's that. the impression I get. And but he he has that kind of boyish glee about things. Yeah, you know. Um, but at the same time, he is thought. You know, he he's quiet and thoughtful as well. But it, it's. You know, I'm not saying he's uh, a kind of intellectual musing on great things. I, yeah. I think he's just... He's got, well, a, he's got a, a, an action plan about what he wants out of well, his I'd films, say, though. Martin's yeah. actually had a long chat with him and had mm. a, an interview for the magazine, and they, and I'll get onto that in a sec, so I'm, I'm going to actually quiz you about some of that. But the thing is, I see that... I don't think he's going away. I think he's going to be in the horror genre oh, yeah. uh, for got, a while with these. Because he's got the, ideas. Yeah, I know, and that's the thing. And um, well, I, I think he kind of operates on the edge of the horror genre because yeah. I think his ideas are kind of uh, gross enough to be in the horror genre, but at the same time... Oh, yeah, yeah, <coughs> absolutely. There's a hell of a lot of satire and humour in yeah, his the, the thing, the, the first one, uh, everybody went on about it as an exploitation, gimmicky sort of movie that, that's the sort of film you see on, the, in no offence, the sci-fi channel, and definitely if they start advertising with us, I'll, I'll edit this bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I think it was on the sci-fi it was, channel. It was, yeah. it was pretty yeah. soon after yeah. it was and, released. But... but it's a superior horror flick. It's really good production values. But it takes that kind of traditional mad scientist thing. And, yeah, and really runs the thing. And it and and I've been done for a while. I've got to say the uh, the I was I wasn't offended by the gore, the stuff, whatever. It was the ideas, the yeah. the performance, yeah. really good. And then and then 
of course I see oh it's meta the second one is it there's a guy who's watched the film and then he's and, and you think it sounds just such a terrible idea but that second film is so well shot and yeah. filmed yeah. and acted I'm just yeah. saying yeah. considering most people think that you speak in that film who've not seen it yeah mm. yeah and, and, well, and I, 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 I wow. do have a line, uh, but it's just the, oh yeah, yeah. The, the dad, the dad's line, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Joe Martin's dream. Yes, so. go on, say it. So, go on. Well, well, I'll, okay. The line in the film is, "Stop that crying. You're only making Daddy's Willie harder." But I, I still like, like. I, I hope that's I said, not, I, Is that going to be your clip at the Oscars when you've passed on? Is well, that your obituary <laughs> clip? That one is it? <coughs> wow. Um, well, I, the, the thing is, that I still think Tom should have done the other line I suggested, which is, "Come on, suck the salty lollipop." Oh, <laughs> oh my word! And that was actually discussed. Yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I, do, I, I like this. I mean, I think that he's sort of doing this sort of um, almost. He's he's not hammer horror, but he's a, he's he's got his own ideas. He's got his own and, and his own him. brand, yeah. like yeah. Hammer did. You and know, and you're so. you're are you Peter Cushing or Chris Lee? That's the question. Um, I think I'm P- Peter be... Cushing. I, I think yeah. Dieter's the, the, the Christopher Lee. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But, but I see these rolling out, and I do see you you and Dieter. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, and you nailed it there, because I do see you guys doing um, these films. And like I say, American Horror Story have only just caught on to the fact that you can do, like, like a rep company. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and every year do, so oh, that. it's a different thing, but you like these guys, don't you? So let's do something else. And you know that these guys are and they're gonna really deliver. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but uh, but and I mean, you see, you see that kind of thing happening, like uh, indie film with, um, uh, you know, like the Mumblecore films and mm. uh, or even like some of the... Uh, well, even the Kevin Smith films. He had, yeah, he yeah, had the exactly. Co- the, that's the, the, core, the core yeah. talent that kept coming back. Yeah, and absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. What is the monkey hustle? Hey, brother, what it is? It's a funny flick. I mean, a funny flick that's downright tasty. Chicken, plucking. It's booty kicking, knuckle busting action. Better be a candy bar, nigga, because you pull it out and you sure gonna eat it. It's dodging the man. Hold it, you turkeys. Let me show these suckers they can't mess with the black knight. It's doing some good in the neighborhood. Ripping off newspaper boxes is not our thing. Can you dig? But most of all, the monkey hustle is. You gotta get your righteous scam. Run it through five different ways on Sundays, making sure there ain't no holes in it. Mm. Then after you run it through five different ways, then you're ready to jump out in the street with your bad walk, your bad down dip. Yeah. You're ready for the monkey hustle. Oh, Can yes. you dig it? The monkey hustle. Rudy Ray Moore, Rosalind Cash, and probably some people you know. The Monkey Hustle from AIP. Rated PG. All right, all right, all right. Reno Gatton suggested. Cyberspace. The final frontier. These are the adventures of the radio shed. Can I meet that Borg? <laughs> Seven to nine. Every Every Saturday, 12 o'clock, until 2 p.m. Set phases to storm. Do not take any more, Captain! 
7-9. Across the world, 24 hours a day. This, this is Fab Radio International. Right, so shall we, uh, shall we get on to Centipede 3? Indeed. Yes. I believe bringing back medieval torture methods. Our prison has the highest violence rates, legal and medical costs, than any other institution in the U.S. correctional system. Things will have to change fast. I think I have a solution. No more prison fights. No more assaults on guards. No more disrespect. We've got to make a human centipede of our prisoners. They will literally be on their knees begging for your mercy. It's brilliant! Mr. Top Six, creator of these films, claims that it's 100% medically accurate. I don't speak with a stupid filmmaker about his poop fetish. What do you think, Doc? It looks... Medically accurate. I don't see why someone couldn't survive a lifetime. Peace earth, goodwill to men. This is a violation of human rights. It's certainly a violation of federal ethics. You insane freaks who get the death penalty. This is beyond medieval torture, beyond castration, the ultimate correction. First human prison centipede. This is exactly what America needs. <laughs> so, can you tell us a little bit about your character in this film? He's called Dwight Butler. That's, that's, that's a, little, a little too little. <laughs> There we go. Um, that's it. That's, yeah. that's the end of the show. <laughs> uh, well, um, basically, I mean, I, I guess as people already know, um, it's set in a prison, um, and uh, the the prison run by Bill Boss, who's this kind of, uh, who's played by Deezer, who's this wildly over the top character that's uh, inflicting torture on the prisoners because uh, nobody respects him, and he's. A coward. You do realise that this just sounds like you're describing a, a <coughs> quite box standard um, prison governor. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm oh. only kidding, but. Oh, member of the Tory party. Yeah. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you do get situations <coughs> where where these guys get out of control anyway, you know, and he doesn't enter the press. So, yep. this is actually bang on the money, this, you know. Yeah, but I, I think. Uh, we all know Dieter can take things to an operatic level, and yeah. uh, he does indeed. Yeah. Uh, so I play his seemingly more re- responsible uh, <laughs> sidekick, who, um, uh, you know, I mean, Tom often kind of talks about the kind of um, the effect of the Holocaust. I mean, not to, I don't think that, that the films are kind of dealing with those big concepts like that, but. He does borrow from things like that. So yeah. he borrows the, the banality of evil from 
the way that the final solution was arrived at by the log- people in charge of logistics yeah. and so on. So therefore, it's Dwight that comes up with the idea of creating this uh, centipede out of all the inmates. So it's in all your fault. It's my it's my idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> dear. <laughs> which which uh, yeah. Have you you've been my, responsible uh, for uh, all the uh, deaths in both movies? Then yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you don't do the barbaric things, at least. No, no, I leave that to DT. Yeah, it's yeah. so much better. And you, you avoid his little uh, yeah. jar of, of goodies. Oh, no, I, I did have one. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, wow. The, the, the raisinettes. See, <laughs> mm. so All the way from Africa. You guys need to watch the film now, yep. or you won't know what he's saying. See? Yep. <coughs> so how was the character pitched to you this time? Um... Well, Tom wanted to do something that, that was kind of the opposite of, of Martin in many ways, but also wanted to do something that he think he thought I could uh, be good with. So, I mean, basically, Dwight reacts a lot to uh, with Bill Boss. I mean, so he kind of sold me on it as it's like a demonic kind of Lauren Hardy double act uh, with... Uh, and you, you certainly characters. have the look of that as well. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get the Laurel Hardy. I get the Oliver Hardy kind of look. Um, yeah, but... Uh, so so the, 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 there's that, and then there's um, also the fact that I get to keep my clothes on. <laughs> Which is always a plus. <laughs> I'll be honest, that's a weird thing to put in an interview, that, isn't it? Like, no, no, I've not heard an interview where the, get the star... That you're interviewing goes. Oh, I get to keep my clothes on. That's brilliant. <laughs> wow, you know. Well, you, you know, it was it was artistically uh, relevant that I kept my clothes on. So uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm not I'm not against the bit of gratuitous uh, clothing. You know, it's. <laughs> so you're gonna do the you're gonna do the uh, the nude scene at some stage when you think it's gonna bail you out of your career. Well, I, I, I was naked yeah. for most of uh, well, virtually naked. You had me tighty whites. On part 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 two, so it's what Martin wears in the office. Don't worry, it's fine. (laughs) Well, it is hot every day. Whenever it get when we're past June, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no stopping him. He's just got he's had a thong on. As soon as Wimbledon's on the TV, (laughs) oh dear me, you can't get him to do any work when the strawberries are out. Yeah, strawberries and champagne. I don't even get the champagne. <laughs> you get it's real no pain. Good. I do, but just just the pain. So who who gets to be the ball boy? Sean. <laughs> Usually, yeah. Usually, yeah. Oh, Phil. Yeah. So the future then. Go on. The future. What's happening after after this film? Well, I mean, this year there should be a banjo, a short film that I did uh, in kind of. Sheffield. I hope Banjo is a feature. Isn't it? it is a feature film. Yeah, it's. Um, sorry, did I say short? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. I shot love the fact that sorry. Martin is becoming your agent. Well, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, two fe- a couple of features coming out. There's um, a Banjo, which is a UK low budget feature, and then um, about a guy with an imaginary friend who takes revenge for him, uh, and I play. You know how in, the, in, in these kind of revenge films, the main character always has somebody that he kind of likes, get, who gets picked on and ultimately yeah. dies, yeah. and then that unleashes the hero to do 
I do the absolutely, phone. yeah. Well, I, I play it's the guy that triggers, it works. It works. triggers the thing. Oh, uh, you're the so, reason for yeah, the slaughter. Yeah. Like I say, God, this is an emerging finger where everything you do and every role you take on, you're causing it all. <laughs> you are literally the guy that they want. Oh, oh, we believe that he can do this. <laughs> we, can, we believe he can make this happen. It's a Go tipping on. point. Yeah, I know. Um, but, uh, uh, but what else is there then? And then, and then uh, Uli Lamel's new film, Bogeyman Resur- Reincarnation, uh, which was... Um, but both uh, Banjo and Bogeyman were at Cannes alongside the editor, which has been doing the festival circuit, and it's mm. due to come out on Blu-ray and DVD in the States very soon, oh, oh, in September. Uh, so it should be out here soon. Hopefully, yeah. I've yeah. not seen yeah. that one yet. I, th- I think so, Monster yeah. Pictures may have picked it up, but uh, I'll... I'll, I'll Talk to them next week and see. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, what? And then, sorry, I was going to so, uh, hit you with a big question then. But so yeah, then there's gets worse. Uh, I've been filming Frankenstein Creative Bikers with the guys who did Dear God No. Uh, it's much more of a horror film than the previous film, which was more of a kind of exploitation. What, what's film. that all about? Because um, that's the title alone is awesome. Well, I, I mean, mean the, that's the, really good. That title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. It is. It's, yeah, um, no, no, it's it's great because uh, I of all them uh, Hammer Frankenstein movies, Frankenstein created woman was the one that I thought, oh, that that's cool. I wanted yeah. to see that. Yeah, yeah. and um, and you can put anything on the end of that, but bikers. Yeah, that's that's got to be the one that everyone wants. And it to takes do. two genres and yeah, yeah, yeah. Them together. Yeah, so yeah. so. What's well, it all about? Well, it's uh, it's it continues from the end of Dear God No, uh, where everyone kind of died apart from uh, the main. Well, the, and the main scientist was kind of left burning. Uh, so we we starts off with my character okay. coming and bringing some body pieces to this departed. This and you're deserted. causing this again. I, well, I trigger it. Yeah. <laughs> Dear me. Uh, so then it it becomes. About me and the scientist, uh, we've resurrected the the uh, bikers in order to do work for us uh, because they can't live without the elixir we've created. So they we, there's an uneasy alliance. Oh I'm word. sold. And then right. and then the, we send them out looking for Bigfoot. Right. <laughs> so, so you got Bigfoot in there as well. Are yeah. you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. send them out to look for Sasquatch. Well, Sasquatch, Sasquatch yeah, was yeah. in the, uh, the the first one as well. Oh, my word. So, so so here we go. I'm I'm going to help you out here. I'm saying that when it's all gone wrong, right, and you're you're like, oh, what do I do next, right? I'll do Lawrence serves scones, right, and it's a an hour long thing about you just having a lovely British tea room yeah yeah. and all you do is serve scones no one dies it's all cool I'll create some other characters that are doing really bad things in the background but you're cool and you don't do anything wrong from the beginning to the end of the film you're you're the good guy you're the nice one everyone else is all screwed up and they're doing all sorts of stuff yeah yeah what do you reckon would you be comfortable with that I, I, I think you'd get bored, wouldn't you? <laughs> I, I, I would get. I think the audience yeah. would get bored. I yeah. think uh, I, I'd quite happily do it though. 
it'd be yeah. quite a good twist on because people expecting you to be I doing know, stuff and I then know, everybody else is the bad guys. Oh God, he's so good at what he's doing, and and everyone's going, oh, he's got to be responsible for this. He's got to do this. Even Peter Cushing got an out. He got he got the odd role where he was actually all right. You know, you know, not very often to be fair. But yeah, well, give me one where Peter Cushing was okay. He was the good guy. Uh, at the Earth's core. Yeah, there you go. So I will be your at the Earth's core. Yeah. And Horror Express. I will. Yeah. Oh, Horror Express as well. Um, yeah, Lawrence Earth Scones. Yeah. It's a bit like Cheggers Place Pop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, 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 it's got rhythm, hasn't it? It's got Lawrence Earth Scones, boom. And that's all you do. And you're actually the guy who every now and again they go, ooh, I'm kind of involved in this bad thing and we're murdering people and blah, blah, blah. But you go, no, it's fine. Just, Lord, we've got a good job here. Let's get this tea room sorted. <laughs> just but every time I pick up a knife, the audience will be going, oh. Yeah. That's exactly what we need yeah. to do. A little bit of strawberry oh jam. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is this is like the happy home invaders, Lawrence Surf Scones. Yeah. And I've yeah. even got a star lined up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> This could go, and it could it could run and run. This get it pitched. Yeah. Venom in her veins and lust in her eyes. A woman of flesh becomes a venomous viper. I've sucked the years out of your body. It was the only way I could be a human and a woman again. Plunging her fangs into warm flesh, she sucks the life from the bodies of men. As long as I'm alive, you'll feed off my venom. And stay young. But I don't want to change. Of course, if you want to escape from me, you still can. If you dare. Only a human lover could restore her human skin. You made love to another man? I had to. To stay human. Only the cobra could satisfy her unearthly desires. Fanging a snake is like castrating a man. The most terrifying picture you will ever see. Night of the Cobra Woman. From New World Pictures. In color, rated R. Speed Shop is a place to discuss, debate, and just waffle on about old and interesting motors, mainly, but not exclusively, of the internal combustion variety. We'll have auction reports, buyer's guides, show previews, and restoration stories to inspire, excite, and occasionally terrify. That's the Speed Shop with me, Steve Berry, here on Fab Radio International. So save us. The Silent Radio Show. Bringing you the best gigs in Manchester and the best music from everywhere else. Three till five every Saturday afternoon. On Fab Radio International. Embrace the alternative with Fab Radio. But are you happy with with um, how this is all gone? Because you were a performance artist, yeah. you're doing lots of stuff, and then all of a sudden you're roped into this, and then, boy, have you 
been dropped in the deep end yeah. and you've learned to swim and you have and I'll say that there are <coughs> a lot of people that get picked for a role and then dropped in and then you never hear from them again it's all done it's all sorted yeah. you are in every short film that everyone's trying to get there are loads of features you're getting all these um, you know uh, mm-hmm. affection from from the uh, from from the from community, the, from the yeah. industry and yeah. the fans. Yeah. Yeah, 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 both, both really. Yeah. And um, surely this must be a bit of a shock. No, it, uh, I mean, in the mid nineties, that they did um, Parallel Nine, and the character there kind of took off the Little Green Man, and there was talks of doing a spin-off and blah blah blah, but it, it just never happened. So I'm kind of used to, I mean. At that yeah, stage, but it's happened now, Lawrence. I know. I know. know I'm just saying. Really happened. I'm now. just saying. It's yeah. about bloody time. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You'll never hear that at the Oscars, will you? Can you promise me when you actually get when you get your first Oscar? Can you promise me that when you get on that stage, you'll go? Well, this took ages, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Steven Spielberg kind of did it, didn't he, with um, Schindler's List? He sort of went, "Oh, this is a nice drink of water after the longest drought in history, or whatever." But <laughs> why didn't he just come up and just pick the Oscar up and go? I've been doing all these films and it's took yeah. you this long. What's I'll, up I'll with take you? this for Jaws. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take this for Jaws and da 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 and do a big list and then go, okay. Yeah. 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 Point no, taken. Yeah. But but you need to do that. Okay. Do. I'm just okay. I'm not your agent, but I'm just saying <laughs> you I, I, need I, to do I, that. I, I was gonna just gonna go up and accept it and say uh, this belongs to Martin Scorsese, doesn't it? No, 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 no. It belongs to Lawrence R. Harvey when it happens. And um, I'll just say it's been it's it's been great watching you just. I'm not overplaying it. You've sort of decimated the, um, and I know you're sort of making it a bit wider, but horror, uh, UK certainly. You can't even show a picture of you and people not go oh my god it's him yeah, yeah and that's yeah. really cool yeah yeah it's not cool when someone's trying to serve you with court papers but <laughs> <laughs> but it's or cool you, at the moment yeah. when you're trying to buy something in sainsbury's and someone's following you possibly yeah, yeah, yeah i've yeah. had that a few times yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so what oh, yeah, do i'm you sorry want... about that <laughs> oh, seriously what do you want to do um in the future what do you want to do? I mean, do you want to just be part of, of Tom Six as um, sort of burgeoning Hammer Horror-esque? Menagerie. Well, look, no, look, it's not know, menagerie. Uh, That's always seen as a bad word, isn't it? No, not at all. You know, a, a, a conglomerate. Ooh. <laughs> or whatever. Um, but, but this year as well. You're not just part of that. No, no, I, you know, I mean, I just want to work with interesting people, really. I mean, um, hopefully working with the, the, the uh, Twisted Twin, Twisted Twin, Twisted Twins. I'm uh, so glad you've had Jen and Sylvia Soska. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, we, we sort of did the thing for ABCs of Death <laughs> 2 with them. It was the script and part of their thing, but it, in the film... We love them. So We love the Soska twins. We, yeah. we think they're amazing. They are. They're, 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 you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're really good at what they do and yeah. they're so full of enthusiasm and, and so on. But that little end bit was uh, directed by Jill Six, wasn't it? It was, yes. Yeah. 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 Gervagazian. Uh, 
Gvargazian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I can never okay. say it right. Okay. Keep practicing. No, that is a crazy name to remember. I'm just yeah, saying. Lovely I, one. I had, I had a, before this, I did another radio show, and literally, I was going up to the office, going, "How do I pronounce this guy?" You know. <laughs> um, and he was just the he was the Chamber of Commerce guy for Saint Petersburg, but. I couldn't pronounce his name. What was it now? It was something like, there was a, and, and, and what it is, you go on, and when you first speak to somebody, you want to get it right, don't you? Mm. Because the minute you've got the name right, if it's a bit odd, yeah, they're fine, right? Mm. But you get it wrong, you're in the bad it's book. spiky from the word go. And it <laughs> is, it absolutely is. So, so Lawrence Harvey, great person to interview. No, because R. Harvey. Yes. Please, please. Oh. <laughs> You've so, also got a film coming up, or a short film coming up with uh, Andy Stewart. Yeah, yeah, uh, redacted. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but shoot that in so August. So. One of our, our Well, I tried to read about that, but there were just these long lines of, of blank, right? <laughs> and I couldn't. With just the names Lawrence that's a Harvey. Gag. Yeah. No, and that's a gag that, that should Lisk. work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be my fifth thing with Christian. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of a so. double that. Yeah. So. So hopefully that'll do well as well. So yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a nice um, script. I think it's going well, isn't it? Really? I think onwards no. and upwards for you. Yeah, yeah, your glass is, is three quarters full, not I mean, even half full. I mean, also, I mean, saying we're talking about horror, but then also, like the sec, the first feature film that was out after Human Centipede Two was uh, Spectacle, the documentary about uh, Stuart Sherman, which. Right. Uh, who's a New York performance artist okay. who's a friend of mine. I've not and seen that. Can you sell it, it to me? Come it on. A, well, it's on at the Tate, uh, and it was um, my friend Robin Deacon, who's who teaches at Chicago Art Institute of Art. Uh, me and him uh, both studied at the same place. Uh, we were both influenced by Stuart Sherman's work. Yes. Uh, and he's a, a lovely person. Uh, he died of uh, age-related uh, pneumonia and... Um, but he he's just one of those people that as a performance artist was very funny, very uh, yeah. kind of nervous, but also very mm. strange combination of being very nervous and very meticulous. Can I ask um, when he died? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it, it would have been it would have been late nineties, early two thousands. Right, so because people uh, think that the age related death is yeah. uh, oh it's all gone now people don't die oh, no, no, it's, it's all it's fine still, yeah, yeah. it's still a scourge yeah. and and still on on you know not exactly heterosexual relationships mm. and and you have and I I hate to say it people are right with a cliche where a lot of creative people are gay uh, uh, in the art community it's not just the, the gay uh, people that contract gays there's also a lot of you know ex-drug users absolutely or sort of partners of partners of of course it is yeah yeah, uh, of course it is but but the thing is the media suppress it and and it's and to me um if you look at the history of of our particular genre yeah um which tends to be slightly more creative because we've got to make outlandish situations and and places happen yeah. yeah um they they die young some of them it's a it's an absolute nightmare that that people still don't talk about it you know no yeah. 
Anyway, that bombshell. That really brought it down, didn't it? But, but, but I was enjoying what you were saying there. So, but uh, yeah, you know, so, I mean, I, I see Stuart Sherman as being one of those unique uh, and wonderful performers in the same way that um, Frank Sidebottom. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, so I'm oh, really, really, God, yeah. really looking forward to the Frank Sidebottom documentary when that comes out. Yeah, yeah absolutely, it's, it's yeah. Well, we've, we've both been interviewed for that as well. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. Um, do do I get that bar tab back at yeah. Fab Cafe? No. <laughs> if it takes, no, if it takes like your mega money... You have you know, to, uh, you'll have to contact his family. Oh, God. No. I, he it's was, not worth it. He was like you. And I don't mean that that you've got a paper mache head on. Yeah. <laughs> um, that people recognised that he had talent and mm-hmm. they wanted to get involved. And the difference between you and him is he really couldn't be him without a couple of pints down him. Yeah. yeah. And it went on and on and on. And um, the point when we launched Fab Cafe uh, over the road. Um, it was in a lot of trouble. I mean, we needed people on board and he came in and he helped us no end and he really, really did. But equally, we were giving him free booze and I knew that I was helping the downfall of all that was good about him, but he wanted to do it. And um, like I say, one of the these afternoons, there was a guy who'd come over to the bar and he he was a a little bit drunk but he was actually still talking sensible and he was going uh, oh I'm so depressed about my life and all that and then Frank Sidebottom Chris Sivy, yeah turned round to him and he just went look look what you need to do here is you need to go on with this bit of your life now yeah um, because it's like you treat it like an extra life on Space Invaders or something yeah and he went <laughs> and he went yeah just do it and then just see what happens because if you go and top yourself tonight, it's done, isn't it? There's no way of making it any better, is there? Yeah. And the guy went, "Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right." And then, and then he he downed his drink and then walked out. Now I think he probably straight under a bus. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that. I think he walked straight off up right out under a bus. But there's another version where he went off and he was amazing and yep. and did everything right. And he became right. Christopher yeah, Nolan. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 <laughs> oh no, but 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 isn't it great that we we're in a room here and Lawrence <coughs> has got Chris Ivy. He's got the we, Frank Sidebottom. Well, we worked together. He worked, yeah. worked on the yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, shows, yeah, yeah. In in that great, in that great because we need to not let that die. And, and and my friend David Arnold in Wigan, he's uh, yeah one of the people behind the film as well. Yeah, a friend of mine as well. That. Uh, that's brilliant, isn't it? Um, but, I but yeah, I mean, if, if, well. if people like uh, Frank Sidebottom and are interested in, in the documentary, go and take a look on the website. But it, also, if you like that, go and try and find Spectacle, the life and, ty- life and work of Stuart Sherman. Which, what did uh, you think of Frank then? Um, I, I, cause I was a fan God, before. It's like I met- a multi level exam, this, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Lawrence. I, please, I, I'll make it up to you after. I, <laughs> I was a fan before. Um, I met him because of the, the Radio Piccadilly yes. shows mm. and so on. And then, um, and then when I met him, he, he, he was so enthusiastic and kind and, and lovely. But it, obviously, kind of as soon as he took his head off, it, it's yeah. kind of this unshaven, slightly drunk bloke yeah, in a I kind know. of stained thing. But it, but he was it was a sweetheart, you know. Um, 
I, I, I never saw him when he was that drunk. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I know yeah. it got a lot worse after I, I wasn't after I the time that we worked together. Um, so. At one point, we had to, uh, uh, and this is a Fab Cafe story. I'm not, you know, picking myself up here. <laughs> this is just something I watched. Um, the bar manager that we had just went. I can't just keep giving you all this stuff, you you're nothing. And she held his head for seven days, yeah, as a security deposit, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> because she was so sure he wouldn't clear his uh, his bar tap at Fab, right? Yeah. And then he came in and then gave it over. And then they were like, oh, okay, right, blah, blah, blah. But there's so many of them. Uh, on one night, I would be there at two o'clock in the morning and I'd give up my job, sort of put it on hiatus as a barrister. So I'd be doing sort of murder trials and then cut off at four o'clock and then come and run fab, yeah. Yeah. It's a mad time of my life. (coughs) And then he'd be there at the end of the bar and he'd, he'd ask for something. And then this one time he just went, I need some money for tomorrow. And I went, what for? And he went, well, I'm going for this interview, yeah. And um, I need a bit more than usual. Like, you know, oh, nothing I can give you that'll extend the bar tab, right? Because the bar tab was his head. I've paid it off. I've got the head back, yeah, or something else, yeah. And then at this one point, he just said, um, I'm, I, I'm going for this thing. It's dead important. And he gave me this weird um, Mona Lisa picture and you you I know it yeah 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 and this was the original of this yeah Yeah. no go on tell tell everyone what it is it's 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 a a famous painting because he was a a great artist as well yeah Yeah. he was yeah he was very unique and and within frank fan circles this is a legendary picture oh yeah 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 well you know when you told me this it was gutting oh I had this I had this picture and he was a brilliant bloke wasn't he Oh, are you? Anyway. Anyway, let's get back to Sir Lawrence. <laughs> Sir Lawrence R. of Harvey. See, see Sir Lawrence <coughs> flows really well, it doesn't does. it? It does, yeah. 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 It's going to happen one day. Shall, I have a, shall we have a word with her? Yeah, yeah. And see for, if... For, uh, see for if services to centrepiece. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you've got the, the big uh, promotional push for the film coming out soon. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're off to Australia next. Yeah, next well, week. we've already done press and that in uh, at the premiere in in New, in America. Uh, next week it's Australia. Then I get back from that, and the UK premiere would have just happened. And then there's press in that week, and then the actual launch, the twelfth to the thirteenth, uh, which is when the uh, sorry the tenth to the thirteenth. Yeah, it comes out uh, the cinema. It comes out the cinema. Limited the, release on the tenth, yeah. and, then and then the DVD Blu-ray yeah. out on yeah on the thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so after that, you're just going to relax for a bit, or is it back onto the next project? Uh, it's back onto the next project. It's um, uh, it's either going to Tokyo to promote the film, or oh. or it's um, or it's well, Egomaniac I've got uh, around then as well. So. Which is uh, I've just got a couple of scenes in this um, film, which is a comedy about a female director making a horror film, and there's a evil 
uh, sock puppets uh, in, in it. Uh, but it's a comedy. Uh, <laughs> it uh, couldn't not be a comedy with an evil sock puppet. And no. I, I play this kind of horror actor that's kind of foisted upon her script, and I'm completely uh, not what uh, the script needs, but... Uh, but I'm a horror name, so the producers. Lawrence serves scones. It's out there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Keep that in your diary. They're gonna be. <coughs> they're gonna be pestering you for this movie, right? You heard and, it here um, first. We're gonna we do. A, we could do a whole series like Lawrence yeah. shucks corn. Absolutely. Oh God, the sequel to Lawrence serves scones. You could do anything. We could do. Oh, we could do anything with. Oh that, no, it right? should be Lawrence shucks oysters. It'll be it'll, it'll be a lo- it'll be a romantic one. It'll be like, have lots of like love themes. Yes, I yeah. love mm-hmm. it. I I love shot the fact through gossamer. That, uh, <laughs> so, give him a little wink to the camera. Oh dear um, me! Well, well, I think this has I, been wonderful. I think we've got. Thank to, you. Uh, and thank I've you for dropping in. Yes, uh, thank you. Um, <sighs> you've been Lawrence. He's been oh Lawrence R. Harvey. Um, you've <laughs> yeah. been um, Martin, and I've been Mike. Come and meet the naughty stewardesses. You'll love their takeoff. All new, in color. Rated R for adults. Five, four, three, two, four, two, three. Thunderbirds are go! Hi, I'm Macy Mitchell, the radio show. Bringing a whole new meaning to the word rubbish. Four, four. Seven, eight. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Hand of the Hand of the Hand of Grog. Taking you on a fantastic voyage through the decades of progressive rock, psychedelia, fusion, and a whole host of other weird stuff. Every Saturday, 8 till 9 p.m., only on FabRadioInternational.com. Starburst Magazine, issue 414. Available from a newsagent near you. Or download to your tablet today. Embrace the alternative. This, this is Fab Radio International. Hello, Tom. It's nice to speak to you. Um, first question. I heard that the uh, the first film, you'd thought of the, the idea of a centipede as a punishment for criminals. So was it a natural progression for you to set the third film in a prison? It's more uh, of a horror uh, film, so I used innocent victims in the human centipede. And this time I wanted to make the circle round and use my original punishment idea uh, for part three. So that's why I came up with the idea of doing it in a prison. And this film's much more of a satire. I mean, they are wearing certain elements, uh, but was it important for you to end a trilogy with such a potent statement? Uh, Not not really a statement, but what happens is... uh, each film is a reaction to the other. And the film, uh, The Human Centipede, got so big, it became a pop culture phenomenon, and people wanted more, a bigger centipede, uh, wanted helicopters, things. It, 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 it had to be bigger and bigger and bigger. 
And what I did, I, I, I used the idea and almost made a parody on the Human Centipede films uh, itself. I made the films deliberately uh, larger than life. The, uh, the acting uh, that I'm there, there myself, uh, it's, uh, I wanted to go out with a glorious bang. And that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the character of Bill Boss, played by Dieter Laser, is completely over the top and very sadistic. How did you get into the mindset of writing that role? Um, well, I wanted to com have the complete opposite of uh, Dr. Heiter, who's very uh, reserved, very meticulous, very uh, uh, yeah, hold back. And this time I wanted uh, a complete asshole. A vile, sadistic guy who who screams, who uh, has no holdbacks, whatever, whatsoever. So uh, uh, it was a very big joy to write all that, and and Dieter gave it gave it everything. So we loved creating that together, and he's a very annoying character as well, and that's what I love. <laughs> uh both sequels have been very meta in approach. Uh, yeah. It's quite a bold way of filmmaking, almost deconstructing yeah. cinema and the audiences, actually. Uh, each film digests the previous. Yeah. Uh, at what point did you hatch that plan? Uh, because I, when I made part two, I was traveling all over the world to film festivals, and then people reacted so strong uh, to the films. They came up with ideas. They came up with uh, plans for new films. Uh, so I wanted to integrate that in the in the story. They, they everybody said, "What if some maniac out there uh, uh, makes a human centipede?" And I thought that's a great idea. I was playing with that already, and I thought that guy must not have any medical knowledge, so it makes it worse and stuff. Uh, so that film was based on a guy watching uh, the first human centipede, and then. In the end, what I wanted to do, make a, a movie centipede that each film can literally be connected and be digested. So, uh, digest, so they digest uh, yeah, each film. So what, I can, what, what is happening, yeah, part two begins with the uh, ending of part one. So does part three begin with the ending of part one. So you can literally connect the films. And I thought that was a very cool idea. Uh, it looked like a really hot shoot. Did that cause any problems? Oh yeah, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a tough film to make. Can you imagine putting so many people on their hands and knees in the desert? And we had so many uh, uh, extras who begged me to be in the Human Centipede. So we had like buses full, but there were a lot of older people in there uh, who wanted to be in the Centipede. But it was, uh, like you say, blazing hot, and people had to be on their hands and knees. There were doctors there to check on them, and I feel really like a megalomaniac uh, maniac filmmaker when I was uh, doing those things. But it was, uh, it was worthwhile. <laughs> Has there been anything you've uh, you thought while you're writing that would be too much to film? No, nothing. When I write uh, my scripts, I, I, I enjoy them so much. I see the comedy in it. So it's a uh, film is all fake latex and stuff. So in my uh, opinion, uh, all three films are comic comedies. So I, I never think uh, that things are going too far or something because I know it's all fake. 
and I, I, I enjoy uh, uh, pranking with the audience. I, I love that people are upset, or uh, I see my film set as uppercuts. Uh, I love it when people hate my movies or uh, absolutely love my movies. I would be uh, offended if people reacted uh, in a mediocre way, like, oh, they were all right, what's for dinner? I hate that. Uh, this third film has breezed through the BBFC here in the UK. Is that a little surprising since you had so much trouble with the second one? Uh, absolutely. They they gave us such a hard time at, at part uh, two. But I think under a lot of pressure, because the whole world was looking at them, what would they do with part three? And part two uh, three is not as gory, I think. And uh, uh, maybe the, the, the head of the board changed, I don't know. But it came through without any cuts, and that's uh, pretty surprising to me. But I'm very happy with that as well, of course, because now people can say the film as it is intended. But it is surprising. Uh, does it bother you that people uh, don't get the humor behind the films and that you think you just go all out to shock? Yeah, that's, that's a lot of critics there, but what I saw in America, they are paid... Uh, to do uh, the critique, but they didn't like the films, the first two films. And then I said, yeah, why Why are you sitting there then? Because you hate the films already before you see them. And uh, yeah, they're, they're absolutely, and they're very sour. And I, I make the films for the fans and lover of, uh, of, of these kind of films. And I don't make the films for the critics. So, uh, but again, I, I, I secretly, I enjoy to see those sour faces watch my films. They have to sit through my films, and I love that. <laughs> the, their reviews make great marketing because they, they think, they think I, I made this genius uh, piece where I totally break down Mr. Tom Six, and it only helps me. So what's next for you now that the, uh, the centipede's finished? I, I'm, I'm working now on uh, the Onania Club. That will be... Uh, a film again with uh, dark comedy and uh, very uh, yeah hor horrifying stuff. It's just the way yeah I write my films, so it will be uh, an uppercut again for the audience, and I think people either love it or hate it. But the most important thing, it's very original. Uh, that's why I aim for. I, I don't want to make films that I've already seen before, and I can't spoil the the premise yet because it's so simple again. And I'm sure South Park would easily uh, yeah, use it again for their work, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, we're going to shoot it at uh, the end of this year, so hopefully uh, when all goes right, uh, we have it next year then. <laughs> Providing there's no delays with the distributors again. Yeah, absolutely, hopefully, yeah. And the delay is always uh, based on, uh, yeah, by other people, not by us, but it's... Uh, Finally, just one little last uh, jokey question, if you don't mind. Sure. If you had to be stitched into a human centipede, who would be the worst person you could think of to be behind and who would you want to be behind you? Uh, I, I always want to be the, the, the front guy, as you can imagine. I, I would hate it to be in the middle of something. But who, who well, I hate as a character. Let's... Ah, uh, let's let's uh, all those um, those ISIS idiots. I, I w would love to make a human centipede of those guys, and I would love to be on the front then. 
Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Tom. Uh, Starburst wishes you well for the future. Yeah, no problem, sir. Thank you for doing the interview. Eh? Been a pleasure. Nice speaking to you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, what a, what a nice guy he was. Was he? Uh, he's great, isn't he? Oh, he was. He was not what you expect. No, no. Um, very easy to talk to, and yeah, he's enjoying what he's doing. It's clear. Isn't oh yeah, it? yeah. He's, he's living the life of Riley. Oh, brilliant. It's, so, not, it's not even Mavis Riley. No, absolutely not. No. Um, yeah, he's like I said when I was talking to Lawrence earlier. The I he does come across as a big kid. He's going all out to really shock and, and yeah, enjoy but, himself. But he's yeah. you know he. He seems to just have his head screwed on with what he actually wants to do, and he yeah. doesn't give a monkeys about anybody else. Right. So what do we think of it? There's the question. Well, We're going to have to do a quick review then. Yeah. Um, personally, you you were quite cool about this because I heard what it was all about, and I said, this is going to have problems with the BBFC, and I lost that bet. I said yeah. it was going to get savage because i heard a few bits that were in it especially the um yeah the well the first unique. trailer came out and it yeah. was it looked offensive oh from it did that, yeah but. yeah um and it but it breezed through and it did actually get through with no problems whereas the second one got a whole raft of problems mm. and had to be cut and then it was banned at one point yeah um this one yeah i'll be honest I'm still a bit. I'm a bit more shocked by it than you are, and I I watched it after you watched it, and you seemed okay with it. I I found the um, the the castration scene really quite. That looked real. Yeah, we, have, we have to really be careful well not to spoil it though. I think it's but. I yeah. think to say there's a castration scene doesn't spoil it. There are no. some shocks in it actually, yeah. and you don't just get a human centipede. No, there's a bonus in the film. Oh yeah. Which are, is surprising. There's a, a chocolate starfish. Yeah. And can I just say the jar that, that Lawrence was talking about, yeah. the jar of, 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 of whatever you want to, I'm going to leave that as a surprise again yeah. on his desk. Um, again, that's that's a very, yeah, that's it, awkward it, sometimes. It's very, it, it does everything it can do to be offensive. Yeah. But by doing that, it just becomes even more funny. It's very well shot and... It, it's actually got good production values, and I like what I did like about it. It had a when he's actually wandering around his own prison, you would understand why being in because in, I've always thought these these maximum security penitentiaries in America that's not like prisons here. No, those are really seriously frightening, and people are getting killed left, right, and centre. You yep. hear about people that just getting murdered on the breaks and stuff, and they're very dangerous places. Well, this is what the story of the film is. It, yeah. It's yeah. this out-of-control prison, yeah. and it's a way of... Yeah. He needs to think of something to How, control yeah. it. How do you control that? Now, I... I thought that the scenes where he's wandering round and they're all being horrible and he's wandering, it, it did have a feeling of claustrophobia where you would mm. understand why someone would snap and go, I want to just bloody sort all yeah, this, it's, it's I want to do something. Yeah, part of everything, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I did, I found that. Um, I quite like that. Uh, what amu- I'll tell you one amusing bit that got me. Um, with Tom Six, he's obviously in this. Yeah. And... It's it's quite bizarre that he's in his own film like this. In that he, it, it it's just, so meta. Some it of does. This, it, isn't it? it takes the the meta yeah. aspect of the second one yeah. to the you know, the the most extreme ex- yeah. extreme extreme. Yeah, yeah that, that yeah. says it all. But um, 
because I, I mean, if I don't know if you remember in the second one, that mm. begins with yes. the end of the first one. Yes, of course. Yeah, and this yeah. one begins with the end the of the second, second one. So yeah, that's where that centipede comes in. Yeah, absolutely. It's a visual centipede. Very absolutely. clever. Yeah. You know, it's it's very very good, and I like. Uh, yeah, I get where you're coming from. The final sequence is literally. Yeah, this is the third part of the centipede. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's genius that. Um, I must say, quite amused me that Tom Six gets a scene written. Um, where the only attractive female in the entire movie, yeah, uh, when he makes his first appearance and walks in the office, goes to him, oh, you're even more handsome than I thought you'd be. Yeah. Well, he did write it himself. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's brilliant when you can you can literally go, oh, I'm going to have this scene where someone says but that, that to me. That's that happens cool. all the time, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I look know. at all but, these but he's literally done it almost like... Well, it's a yes, pastiche. He's, he's taking the piss. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's a very, very yeah. clever man. He's yeah. a very, very astute with what is satire. Yeah. He's, 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 got it, he's got his finger on it all. He, yeah. in, it, he rips apart Hollywood with it. He rips yeah. apart the way, you know, yeah. way prisons work. There's a lot of po- politics in this one. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's all sort of really biting. And and you've got does... to look beyond the visuals and the, the offensive language. Absolutely. It feels hot, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it, like, it, it's supposed to be bakingly hot and yeah. very unpleasant, this prison. And it, they actually get that across quite well. Like, well, like he mentioned in the interview, it was yeah. an uncomfortable situation to film. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And it does come across. But here's the thing, of all of it, and, and I was pleasantly surprised by this film, I've got to say. I actually did enjoy it. Um I watched it when I was a bit too tired and um, a bit knackered. Um, I wish I'd have seen it. Like I wish I'd have seen it on a bigger screen. I think it's actually quite a good. It's not a bad film to see at a film festival. This. Yeah, it's, it's um, very visual. Yeah, and in it, like you say, the cinematography is amazing. Yeah, it is. It's very good. It's very very good. Um, I I found some of the bits a bit a bit tough to watch. That, that as I say, the castration scene that that is quite that's quite. Yeah, that's quite good. That's convincing. It, it's unflinching. Yeah, it I think is. that's the expression, isn't it? It is. And you think, oh, they won't show that. Oh, they are showing Yeah, that. oh, there and, he goes. And it's, it is, yeah, that was that was unbelievable, that bit. But the one bit that gets, the whole thing about it, this film is carried by Dieter, Laser, and this insane performance. Mm. That, that everything is like, it's like... It's amped up to 12, yeah. let alone 11. Yeah, he's just fed up with everything and he wants to scream and he wants to shout and he wants to treat everyone like crap. And he's, yeah. you know, I mean, there'll be, uh, I wouldn't dream of showing a, a hardcore feminist this film because the treatment of his secretary is pretty much, um, I, you'd get in it, trouble for treating a dog like it, it's this. It's abhorrent, yeah. but it's... She's, oh, it's she, ridiculous, yeah. Brie Olsen's the only female character in the film. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and you'd expect her to get a lot worse treatment. Oh, oh, I don't know. You would, it, physically. Um, um, I mean, there is there is that, yes, that scene. We'll go later on, but... I'm Without giving too much away, later on, yeah. she has a sex scene. Yeah. And... But it's it's meant to be repulsive, and it is. Well, it is, yeah. So I don't know when you say that... that but she gets off lightly. She gets off lightly? Yeah. Man alive. Yeah. Well, hey, I, from I, what I was expecting, being hey, the only woman in there. By all means, on the live show next week, email in if you don't agree. If you any of you females who've seen it... You I'm know, not saying it's in. right. I'm not saying it's good. Let's see I'm what just, his I'm not is. saying I enjoyed I'm only, the abuse. I'm but... only messing. I, I just think... That... I just expected it to go even further. Oh, God, God. Man, hey, you know. so I just thought that bit was, you know, 
there but was there was a lot of uh, it's been done before it's yeah, been the, seen before it's not that shocking but she she doesn't have a nice time but i think and she doesn't uh, she she doesn't have a happy ending no it goes through that thing where he, He's deliberately going out to be as yeah. shocking because he he's been pigeonholed as this this shocking yeah. thing. Yes. So he's literally going, oh screw you! Yeah. I am going to do everything. I'm throwing every shocking yeah. thing I can at you. Didn't end how I thought it was going to end. Mm, it's great. Didn't end how mm. I thought it was going to end. I had an ending in my head from like the first few minutes of this film where mm. I thought, oh yeah, this is all leading up to whatever. Yeah, it doesn't end like that. It it it's. Um, quite surprising the ending yeah um it, it, yeah anyway well it's hard in it doing a yeah, review about it but but it is a very well made film it's not what you'd expect you no. there's a it's, it's, it's a lot of humor there's more humor yeah. than horror yeah. yeah you have to have a pretty warped sense of humor i must admit yeah but get beyond the language used and some of the visuals and things like that, yeah. and it's it, yeah. the the satire is yeah. so biting, it's so funny. Yeah. So, how old are you mentioned earlier? Forgot. We, did you say that Dieter Laser is seventy three? It's something it? like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, the guy has got more energy than I I've got now, and I've yeah. had the, these cans of Red Bull, you know today um i've had i've had a i've had a bit of red bull before the show and um i've not got the energy levels he's got i mean he is ma he's manic isn't he yeah. in this film i yeah. mean it is a manic eccentric performance if you can get your head around it that's it, as, it, it some people yeah. might take it as, as too too over oh, the yeah, top yeah, and, absolutely. and too yeah. sort of yeah, yeah. but but it's, it's, it's not genius. everybody's film this no, no no it's not it's like I said to some people they I have spoken to some people I think Mad Max Fury Road so far is my movie of the year but I've spoken to some people who just went no nah, I just didn't like it yeah. I'm sorry and it some films are like that this this film I, it's nowhere near as good as Mad Max Fury Road in my opinion it's a different but, film but it's a it's totally a diff yeah. different thing now I wouldn't even say it's a horror film it's it's, a, it's an unusual film. horrific film yeah, yeah. but it's 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 yeah. it's got so many things going for it. Yes, and it's going to be ignored because it's too cool to sort yeah, of absolutely. like it. It's too cool to so, too cool not to slag, slag it off in it. So thing. give give us a uh, before we give it a mark. Um, where where do you stand now on the trilogy? Then what? Which is the best film? Which is the weakest one? What do you think of the? If this is how he's leaving it now, yeah. Does is yeah, that I think a as far as trilogy for you? As far as he's concerned, it's done. But. Um, I, I I think the second is the most watchable. Yeah, it's it's yeah it's horrific and horrible, but it's a surprising sequel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, I think it's bold. I wasn't really on board with the meta aspect at first. And, I hated the idea of it and, until yeah, I saw it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. I, I, I was ready to hate it, uh, but it's so dark and so humorous, yeah. and it has a an eraser head feel to it. Yeah, uh, and it's it, it's it's. Really crushes you with everything. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, that's my favourite. So Lawrence um, R. Harvey is is quite a character, and so is Dieter Laser. And when yeah. like we were chatting in the interview, the they're they're a good double act. And yeah. I think as as um, as like I think that Tom Six did well there getting yeah, them on absolutely, board. Absolutely, yeah. because they they play well together. They they were very good in this and. It's got to be said that you know they at this moment in time, yeah. I mean, I mean, Lawrence R. Harvey is is 
appearing on every, every he's appearing all over the place yeah he's, he's the go-to yeah. guy now he's yeah. he's, yeah. he's you know and he's a nice bloody guy as well like oh he's a very nice guy uh, and I'm we're going you know i yeah. think we're going to see a lot more of him doing mm. other stuff as well yeah absolutely i'm just glad he's he's been he's been really good to us and he's he's given us a lot of time and um he's been yeah he's he's a very like i say it's i you know i'll say it as it is if if there's plenty of people we've met who I've just come on here and I've gone, yeah, he wasn't great or she wasn't great or, yeah. and or I'll be honest about off, it, yeah. but he yeah. was, he's, he's an absolute star and he's a great guy to go for a drink with because he's very down to earth and he's got all, but equally, he's got a lot of stories that are, you know, he's living that sort of and life, he, but it's not gone to his head. No, and he's, but he's been around the business for so long as he well, has, yeah. out of, out of the public eye and things, yeah. just doing little bits, bits and bobs in the background, like you mentioned earlier, working on kids TV. And, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you know he's. Mm. It, I think because he's he's that everyman thing. He's he's an odd yes. looking bloke. He's the first to admit it. Oh yeah, yeah. But, he knows but that. He, he's yeah. he's so down to earth and he's so easily approachable and he's yes. fun to be around and all that. He's going to get on really. Oh, well. Oh yeah, he is. I'm I'm I'm, glad, I'm just glad he's uh, given us a bit of time. And again, uh, I say thanks to him. Uh, thanks to Lawrence R. Harvey. Thanks to Tom Six for for doing the show with us. I mean, me in in closing, I'll just say I still think the to me the the better horror film is the first one mm. but boy i did i really enjoyed the third one as a, as as fun oh yeah got and, it, yeah. and yet the third the second one had a bit of an art house thing going on they're very different and i can't yeah. really choose between them but i think that if i was to choose like what's a cla- i i actually do i defend the first one and I did at the time because people are going oh it's just a bit of an exploitation movie I go no it's actually a very well made horror film yeah. um, in, and the more shocking aspects of it are him describing the procedure yeah, rather, rather than, than the, it, yeah. the actual happening yeah. and things so you know on that one it's a, it's a hell of an achievement I mean what before we go what sort of um, end it what sort of mark would you give it uh, I can't remember what I gave in my review one. for the magazine so I'm going to go off the top of my head I think expected probably be about six, yeah. because it looked great from the the trailers, and I was expecting yeah. to be disappointed. Yeah, uh, and I'd say eight. Yeah, see, I thought I thought my expectation was amazingly low because I didn't like that first trailer because I saw it and I thought, oh, is this you know carry on human centipede sort mm. of thing? It, it had a bit of a tone to it that I thought, oh, is this a bit dangerous? And I thought it'd be like a comedy version almost mm. of it, a comedy of errors sort of thing. And um, no, I'd say about expected about four, but the actual, I'd, I'd give it seven out of ten and I enjoyed watching it. And really? that's a, that to me, that's a great that's a yeah. great endorsement. But I'd give probably the first one about an eight and the second one about a, um, a seven. It's a strong trilogy, actually. Yeah. When you think about I think, it. They, I think further down the line, people yeah. are going to look back and realise how good they are. Yeah, the, um, there isn't a week entry in the three no. that's what i mean there isn't a weak one one that you can go oh that's the rubbish one yeah definitely and we can't not. even do a pun yeah. about having yeah. a weak exit either, so. <laughs> God, no no not at all so yeah well that's it well i hope you've enjoyed this and uh, like i say we're live again next week so uh, please uh, get in touch next week and and email in and join in the show and i hope you've enjoyed this little look at the human centipede and that is the music so we are totally out of time now and uh, thanks to Tom Six thanks to Lawrence R. Harvey I've been Mike and he's been Martin and we will see you next week live
You have been listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio. This is me, Mike Royce, just introducing the show. It's a pre-record this week because I'm away and I'm not back till next week. I'll bring back some amazing stories from New York and see what of uh, what there is going on over there. Um, this week, very special show. We speak to uh, me and Martin have a chat with Lawrence R. Harvey. He's the star of Human Centipede 2 and 3. Um, and Martin has an exclusive chat to Tom Six. Um, he's the director of pretty much the entire trilogy. He is Mr. Human Centipede himself. Um, so, yeah, Human Centipede, that's easy for me to say, and I'll start again. <laughs> you can't leave a mistake in the uh, regard. <laughs> you can't. You just can't. Um, shit. Unbelievable, that, isn't it? Right. Go from Tom Six. Boom. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio. This is me, Mike Royce. I'm introducing uh, tonight's show. Yes, it is a pre-record because I'm in New York and I'm not back till next week. I'll bring you back some stories and try to stay out of trouble, although that's never certain. Um, this week's show, very special, very uh, human centipede orientated. In fact, it is a human centipede uh, edition. We are speaking, me and Martin, to Lawrence R. Harvey. Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. Start again. Hello and welcome to Starburst. Oh. Right. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio with me, Mike Royce. And no, that's wrong as well. Right, okay. Right, we do. Boom. One. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. This week's, it's a. This week. Oh. <laughs> 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 